Yes. 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 So tell me what you wanna do today. Mic check, mic check, one, two. What's up, what's up, what's up? You know I recorded that. <laughs> you did. <laughs> hello, hello, welcome. Hey, hey, what's up, my folks? Welcome to the Talking Hella Shit podcast. I am your host, J-Rock. And I am your co-host, Maria. Hey, Marella. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like calling me Maria, do you? No. <laughs> I mean, that is my name. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. Well, this uh, is our first episode. Yes, very excited for our first episode. Yeah, trying uh, something new. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're wondering what the Talking Hella Shit podcast is about, it is basically talking about hella shit um, within our community, with friends, conversations that we've had with other people. Um, I feel like we've had a lot of interesting conversations with a lot of people and wanted to bring it to a bigger platform to share with everybody. Yeah. I think that's, that pretty much sums it up. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm curious though. So I feel like if folks follow us on social media, mm-hmm. they know that I'm hella blessed too, and you are hella blessed. Mm-hmm. So what is hella and how did that come about? Uh, hella is a Bay area, Northern California term meaning a lot of yeah so you just if you grow up there you just say it yeah everything is yeah it's it's bred in us (laughs) yeah (laughs) it really is um yeah so how did so where did hello bless come from uh that's a good one um i'll go surface level with that because that could be for another episode but hella blessed came from me coming out of situations um on top or um dang you mean like after something hard happened or something hard in your life that has happened you feel like you were able to make the best of it yeah i feel fortunate out of stuff that traumas that i've been able to overcome okay yeah yeah i feel like i mean this was a long long time ago and before my time but i feel you used to always you, you used to say stay hella blessed or keep yeah, saying hella yeah, blessed yeah. that was i like think it a, started as stay blessed really yeah mm. and then i remember you had these stickers way 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 yeah. back in the day they were like the green and white ones uh-huh. and it and yellow i think you still have some um and i think it says keep staying blessed or oh <sighs> something like that yeah hella wasn't in there it was keep staying blessed i think that's what it was that was and then it evolved you know what i think um hella blessed came from the license plate oh yeah yeah because i was trying to do stay blessed right that didn't work right and in california i think it was like seven yeah you had to have seven letters on your license plate Mm -hmm. so we just made it hella blessed blessed. yeah Yeah. that's cool yeah yeah Yeah, it's funny when you when we talk about hella so when i was in high school i went to mexico i don't know for some trip and i think we were in guadalajara and i was talking with my friends and someone was like excuse me ma'am but are you from the bay area 
And I'm all like, who is this person? Do they know me? Do I know them? And I was, you know, tentatively and I'm all, "Mm, yeah, why? He was like, well, because you say hella and everyone from the Bay Area, like Northern California says hella. So I just wanted to know if that's true. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, yep, that's true. So all the way in Mexico. Yeah. And I had a similar interaction um, with my cousins that live down in SoCal. And I remember I said hella something and my cousin my cousin Jennifer she was like hella what's that I was like y'all don't say hella she's like no what does that mean I was like man just hella stuff yeah yeah but I think it's gained popularity around around the world really now. oh yeah hella turn into hecka yeah I, hate, I don't like that word hecka no me either yeah. it's hella yeah so um before we move on you might want to or maybe i want everybody to meet us where we're at now and to get us get to know us a little better um so we recently moved to las vegas about a year and a half a little over a year and a half ago yeah about yeah over a year, maybe 18 months i don't know yeah. longer mm-hmm. Um, so we are living in Las Vegas and, um, you are working from home. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I work from home. I have two jobs. Um, I work as a nutrition coach for a company called Black Iron Nutrition. And then I also work in the learning and development department for the San Francisco AIDS Foundation. Nice. Yeah. And you? Yeah. I've been working uh, for an airline company for the an past. An airline company? Yeah. I, I just <laughs> don't want to say a name in case I say some shit. You know what I mean? You don't want it to come back to you? <laughs> well, not even that. I, I might be able to, I could get fired over it. Oh, yeah. damn. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you post something on social media with the company's name. Oh. Yeah. So Jeez. let me just play safe here okay. until I'm ready to leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I've been working for an airline company for a little over 20, 20 years. Um, and I was coaching CrossFit back in Northern California. And I really enjoyed that. Um, and I am looking to try and get back into coaching because I enjoy helping people. And it's fun trying to figure things out, figure people out. Um, it's like solving a puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. And I am trying to look for a way out of the the job that I am in now into um a bigger role or a more um fulfilling job where um it just brings me more fulfillment like I'm actually making a difference helping people in the uh I guess health and fitness field. Yeah. I guess if you want to call it that. Mhm. Yeah. That sounds good. I'm not trying to do more than I'm already doing. (laughs) I think the one thing that I would like to work towards is getting another certificate. Um, There's a couple different certificates I've been looking at around um, coaching Mm -hmm. to help with nutrition coaching, um, which probably goes hand in hand with what I've learned many years ago in school um, studying social work so just kind of continuing to get better so I can keep learning and growing and supporting my clients and that fulfills me in addition to the job my full-time job too so yeah so both of your jobs are pretty much helping people yeah I mean 
In a way. I mean, my definitely nutrition coaching. Yeah. My other job, yes, I say that I, I always talk about that as um, I'm a... I help from afar, if you will, I guess. Um, but this role specifically, I'm actually supporting employees within the foundation mm. to become better at their oh, job. Okay. But in the past, in other roles, I've done training of, um, like I've trained social workers and mm. therapists and caseworkers so that they can help their clients in the community. Well, I think that's what I mean is you're you're helping people in both jobs. My, yeah. Like me, I'm just throwing fucking bags. People don't fucking care unless their bags go missing <laughs> or they like you if their bag gets there safely. You know? That's true. I mean, yeah. My job don't mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, there, if the airline company was no longer, if they did not exist, it'd be a very different world. So, I mean, your job means something, but it's not fulfilling in the way that you want it to be. Oh, yeah. 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 But they couldn't get nowhere anyways without a pilot, so. <laughs> I mean, but if all the ground ops left, no one's going you carry nowhere. carry your own fucking bag. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's where we are now. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I think some of the other things where we are now, similar, You so you said you want to help people and get back into coaching. Mm -hmm. And you kind of have been doing that, though. I mean, you've been coaching two young boys or two young men here at mm -hmm. the house. And so that's been a cool experience for you. Yeah, um, yeah. So I really want to work with youth and I really want to help um, families and youth that don't that don't have access to better health and fitness. Um, and I think a big project that I would like to work on in this coming year is to create a nonprofit that would help provide scholarships. I guess if that's the right term for it, for, <laughs> yeah. for again, at-risk youth or, or youth that don't have access to better health and fitness. So that could be providing them with a gym membership to CrossFit, to Olympic weightlifting, um, maybe even help them out with, with school sports if yeah. they want to play because that can be costly as well. Mm -hmm. You know, and something like, like yeah. people's budgets nowadays, like families yeah. can't really afford that. Yeah, so I don't even think it's at-risk youth, right? It can be any person who just can't afford yeah. to do those things. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I think of it as, because, yeah. you know. I think I just say at-risk. Um, that's what we've been told. Like, that's been something that society over time has mm -hmm. really pushed, right? Like, oh, these inner-city youth, mm -hmm. at-risk youth, right? But... I mean, yes and no, I think that nowadays it's not necessarily at risk, but there are youth that are probably at risk still. Mm -hmm. But I think your your thing is you just want to help people, help youth that don't have access or can't afford, right? Well, I want to agree, but also disagree because okay. I understand what it's like to follow the wrong crowd or be in a crowd that isn't um, leading you down the right path or so I I, I will stand by at risk okay. because given the option or giving the mentors that they could be surrounded by mm -hmm. can drastically change the outcome of their future I see yeah so maybe a mix yeah of kids or youth that are maybe going down you know that are around individuals that 
could put them in danger and harm's way or yeah. whatever you want to call it. And then those that maybe aren't in that crowd, but don't have access. Yeah, or so they don't have there. access yeah. and, and kids that to give them another option besides hanging out on the streets. Yeah, like, I get that. Yeah. 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 I think that's, I mean, yeah, definitely opening up a nonprofit or at least starting that process. Yeah, I, um, I heard it's a long process. So if anybody's listening to this, please message me, get in contact with me. Um, I'll accept any help I can get. I'm not too proud. I don't have too much pride to <laughs> ask for help. Closed mouths don't get fed. Yeah. Um, the other thing, there was something else. Oh, the other thing I was going with that is, so you also do Olympic weightlifting. Yes. So that's... So that's funny because we both did CrossFit. Yeah. And then through CrossFit, I found... You left me and went to Olympic weightlifting. I found Olympic weightlifting. (laughs) That's where we connected. Well, I mean, one of the places we connected, that's not the only place we were connected. It was kind of our time together to do stuff together. And then you left. (laughs) And I feel all lonely now (laughs) because you don't CrossFit with me anymore. It's okay. I still like will drag him on a Saturday or one day a week. I try to get him in with me. I enjoy it. Yeah. I still like it. Um, but I really wanted to dive into Olympic weightlifting to understand it better, to get better at it, and also to be able to coach it better. And the only way to do that in my my eyes or how I feel I could best do that is to experience it and expose myself to it so I could understand it. And then as I'm coaching, if I see some similarities, um, I can connect with that person because they're getting exposed to and like, Oh, I know what that feels like. I've been there kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. so you dabble in Olympic weightlifting. Actually, no, no, I don't do. dabble. Yeah. I like you dabble in CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Um, <laughs> I do miss the, the CrossFit, like the, the cardio part, the conditioning, the intensity of it. Intensity. Yeah. yeah. Push. I really miss, um, get into that space where you have to overcome the uncomfortability and knowing that you're going to be all right. You can push yourself a little bit harder. Yeah. 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 It's definitely there. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I feel like doing it three times a week or more, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I still CrossFit. I still go to CrossFit. Yeah. And I like it. I like coaching it. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's us. Anything yeah. else? Like, think- what's your background? Where'd you grow up? Oh, yeah. I mean, I grew up in the Bay Area. I grew up in Oakland, Berkeley. Um, and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I grew up there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean... Um, yeah, that's kind of went to school in Berkeley, lived in Oakland, um, came from like a family that I think is pretty artistic, I would say. I mean, well, my mom was a teacher and my dad's a musician. My grandma was an artist, a painter. My godmother was a painter. So like there's all these this art influence, this art world around me, yet I am not an artist in any way well i guess that can be subjective i don't think i 
have the like art gene or <laughs> I'm not, I don't draw, I can't draw. I'm not a musical person. Um, well, that takes practice. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you can draw like you are an artist, but that takes practice. But you, I can practice if my is drawing it, would not look like you're drawing at all. Is it more so of the, um, artistic visualization visualization like i could see stuff in my head like i could draw it in my head to put on paper can can you do that no okay (laughs) no but anyway so that's another story too because he's a great artist um that's like another part of your life you're welcome but yeah so i grew up in the bay area artistic family um yeah college oh yeah (laughs) i went to yep i went to college um in the bay area i got a degree in social work and then i went to michigan to get a master's in social work then i uh came back to the bay area or went back to the bay area and i lived there for a while Mm -hmm. and then we moved to las vegas yeah yeah what about you well um i grew up on the east side of san jose um, I felt, I feel like I lived in two different parts of San Jose because I would, that was our home on the east side. But then for school, I would go to my grandma's in, in Willow Glen. I don't even know what Willow Glen is considered. Willow Glen? I know what side of San Jose. I, people just say it's yeah, Willow no, Glen. Fucking, yeah. It's like a nice, a nice little community yeah. in San Jose, a little like those pleasant very like, different from the east side of San Jose. yeah it's like pleasantville i feel like it's like a little pleasantville wasn't that a movie pleasant like the little i think hi so. neighbor and yeah like yeah. all the neighbors walk by, walk by and they would the say hi to nice, each other yeah. and every all the grasses are all manicured yeah. yeah that's what i think about willow glen yeah it was really nice so i went from the east side hood to a nice nice little town back and forth from school so yeah and then um i think i lived in many places all over the bay area i lived in fremont i lived in hayward i lived in hercules i lived in oakland so you lived all over (laughs) listen i just lived in oakland okay (laughs) i got the whole taste of the bay area yeah yeah I feel like we can, there's a whole nother conversation of diving into like our, our family history and background yeah, and family structure because your, your parents are still married and together. Yeah. My parents are divorced. Um, but even just like, and I think this is one of the things that one of the topics we want to talk about on the podcast is just kind of, um, our parents and their, their story, mm-hmm. right? Like your mom immigrated from the Netherlands mm-hmm. by way of Indonesia yeah, and my mom immigrated from Argentina. Um, and then just like the crazy, actually like just the story of your parents, you know, like even your dad's family, Indonesian, Dutch Indonesian, mm-hmm. and like the small community out in the Netherlands. And then, yeah. but like how they ended up together <laughs> in <laughs> the Bay Area, yeah. but their families were like close back there, right? It was crazy. Yeah. So, oh man, my, from my mom's <laughs> side, yeah, she had 12 other siblings. Yeah. 
And then from my dad's side, they had a big family as well. Yeah. So my mom married my dad and some of my mom's sisters married because they're older. They married my dad's uncles. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. It's a lot. But just, yeah. So like that's something we want to bring in and just kind of understanding what it was like for your mom to move here Mm -hmm. with you as a baby. Yeah. And then on my mom, I mean, like my mom's told me her story a lot, but like her coming to the U.S. on a boat took forever, like a month, she said, Mm -hmm. to get here. Does she remember that? Yeah. Oh, wow. She remembers it. And like going from Buenos Aires to New York and then the trip from New York to California. That's pretty crazy. If you think about the older generations in, in settling down in a new country. That is insane. Like, yeah. shit, I'm over here struggling, moving <laughs> from California <laughs> to Vegas. <laughs> That's insane. And then let alone like a whole new language, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like we definitely want to bring on different, right? Like my yeah. parents and then my dad's mm-hmm. a whole another story because he's a jazz musician and he has stories for days. Yeah. Some of which. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be great when we have him on. Yeah, he is. We're going to have to edit him. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> he will talk forever. I, oh, I mean, like, yeah, he will... it'll turn into like a four hour. Yes. <laughs> yes. It will turn into four hours. We have to hours. make that maybe like four parts. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe we do four parts because his stories, let me tell it's you. Like, we'll go down a timeline. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good idea. Because he, he traveled with Ray Charles, right? Yeah, he traveled with Ray Charles. And I remember a story he was telling me about seeing Bob Marley. I think in um, Germany or something. Yeah. I think this is before he got big. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was on the documentary I saw where he was talking about he was uh, performing in Germany. Oh. So a lot. We have a lot of, we have a lot of ideas, a lot of guests we want to bring on. Um, A lot of topics. Um, um, Should already know health and fitness are on the top of that. Absolutely. Um, But also things that are going around us in the community with other people. Um, Deeper issues, maybe therapy. Yeah. Family structure, couple, couples and communication. Um, Yeah. Co-parenting. Co-parenting. That's what Uh, we're living in the moment. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's just a lot. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about and we want to talk about it all, right? Like we want to talk about hella different shit <laughs> yeah, hella different shit and i want to bring hella guests on too and help friends you know expose them on a bigger platform yeah yeah because we got friends that are trying to do good things like family charities our friends at lapidus yep yep you know um other weightlifting coaches i want to bring on yeah crossfit coaches nutritionists mm-hmm. yeah anything we could get out there to uh, help other people hopefully you can get something out of it yeah yeah so all right yeah i guess this is our first episode thank you all for listening for tuning in yeah appreciate you all um you could find us on social media um i am at hla.blsd and i'm at hla.blsd.too copycat on instagram yeah and then you could also hit us up on instagram at talking hella shit talking uh spelled out and dot h-l-a-s-h-i-t yep yeah and then in the description i'll post some other links for you all if you need them 
Yeah. <laughs> Not if you need them, just to find us. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. All right. Um, have a great night, evening. I don't know wherever you're at. <laughs> um, and I would like to leave everybody with a message that I hope you are able to keep peace in your mind today and every day moving forward. And keep staying hella blessed, y'all. <laughs> Bye.